Hey there, avid listeners. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. All right, so today we're going to be talking about Crown of Coral and Pearl by Mara Rutherford. Uh, this publisher's book, book was published back in 2019, uh, and I'm a little late to the party. So this novel, it's a fantasy novel, um, and it follows twin sisters, Nor and Zadie's who live on the ocean village of Verenia. Now, what I like about this novel is how it focuses on the bond between sisters, uh, forging your own path, uh, fighting for what's right in the face of adversity, and most importantly, I think it's amazing how Rutherford tears apart that idea that women are only valuable for their beauty. Oh, she just tears that to pieces. And you know what? I have to applaud her for that. That makes this novel so worth reading. But anyway, let's get into the story. You know, once again, it follows Zor, Nor and Zadie. And pretty much their gift in life is the fact that they are the most beautiful women. However... Nor has a scar, uh, a tiny, tiny little scar on her face that she got saving her sister. Because, they, you know, again, Ocean Village. Just think of something from, um, I would say, Final Fantasy X or Waterworld. You know, it's a, it's a city on the ocean. You know, and they cannot touch land, these people, because of a legend of their ancestor uh, stealing away the princess from the land. I really don't want to ruin it. It's a really good mythology. It has really good mythos to the story. And it really does lend itself to creating a really strong foundation for this story. And I really did appreciate that legend. Uh, I do like how the characters reference this legend throughout the story. They add new elements to it, so nothing's just clear-cut. No one knows the truth of this legend. The people of the land have their own version, and the people of the ocean have their own versions. Have their own version. And there are similarities between the two, but there's also a lot of distinctions between these two legends, or between how these two peoples interpret the legend. And I really do think that that's something that's intriguing. Now, Norse Scar, it creates a barrier between her and her uh, community because she wants more than just living here. She wants to see the world, but, you know, her options are very limited because of how the world is situated. So when her sister is chosen to marry the prince, the crown prince of the mainland, you know, it's just, that's their gift. The most beautiful woman gets to be the queen. They get to be on land. And, of course, you know, Zadie doesn't want that. She wants to marry uh, the, the chief's son. You know, she wants to stay here. So, together, the sisters, Zadie hurts herself. She scars herself permanently. And... Of course, everyone thinks Nor was malicious. They think she did it on purpose. Her mother just resents her. She's, it's just a lot of tension 
no one really understands it and they all think really poorly of nor once again that barrier between her and her um people she, everyone thinks very little of her and they don't like her now i really do think that that's very good tension as far as the storytelling because it really does create this dilemma for Nor. Um, she has to pretend to be her sister. But she still has the scar on her face that her sister never had. So she has to hide it. And the prince of the mainland is a sexist. Uh, pretty much, you already know the men are going to be sexist. They choose their bride by how pretty they are. Not by their substance. Not by their personality or their intelligence. They do it by how they look and he doesn't really care at all about who nor is he's just like oh you're the most prettiest girl in the world and now you're mine you know they pretty much treat her like a possession and nor is doing the best she can because she wants to make sure her people are okay and it's just a lot that ultimately happens between her and the prince and she's kind of tearing down the author through the narrative rather is tearing down this notion that beauty is everything it really isn't uh we as a culture tend to value beauty above all else but you know beauty is in the eye of the beholder every culture interprets beauty in a different way um and i think that that's really something interesting and i love how rutherford really does highlight that and bring that to life more than anything and i really do think that she creates a very strong story with this narrative uh, by challenging it and arguing against it and focusing on that sisterly bond and that's something i think is really important how these sisters everyone kind of wants to drive this wedge between them like oh she's perfect and you have that scar on your face you were perfect everyone likes to drive a wedge between them, but these sisters have such a strong bond. They love each other so fiercely. They will not let themselves be torn apart because that is how much they love each other. And that's what I think is really compelling for the narrative, that, that sisterly bond and how it goes against what everyone thinks they should act and thinks they should do, you know. I found that to be intriguing. And I do love how, you know, there's red coral and there are pink pearls. You know, pink pearls have really strong healing abilities and red coral is poisonous and deadly. And I love how Nor she survived being scratched by red coral. First person to really have survived it. And the prince, he's obsessed with being healthy because there's something on the mainland that's making the royal line, the men, sick. There's something making them sick. So he's obsessed with this pink, with these pink pearls. And I do love how at first you just think, oh, it's just, you know, nature. But as the story progresses, you get to see that fantasy seep in. You get to see that legend really come to life and what it holds, the importance it really holds over these people. And I thought that that was really intriguing. And I was just 
compelled to read it. You know, I really was captivating by the mystery, by the fantasy, by this legend. And I really loved this sisterly bond. Now, I also have to say, um, that ending was wow. That ending, and you didn't see it coming, and that's something else. This novel is not predictable. I thought it was going to go in one way, and the way the author just subverted my expectations, I was just like, what? Blown away. I was blown away. I really did think it was interesting, and that ending, what a cliffhanger. I need to read what's going to happen next. I need to see what's going to happen next, and I'm really interested to continue reading this journey. I kind of want to know more about these other characters, though. Um, the prince's half-brother, uh, Zadie. I want to know what's going on in, you know, their ocean village. I'm hoping the next novel gives us a little bit more perspectives, just so that we can see more of the world. Um, I don't mind one-story perspectives, but I do also appreciate multiple perspectives in a story, as long as they add something to the story. If they don't add anything to the story, uh, I don't need them. I've read stories where there's other perspectives thrown in. I'm like, this didn't do anything or add anything. So as long as it adds something, I'm going to be really interested to see where this story goes. So this was Crown. <laughs> I keep wanting to like stumble over these words. This is Crown of Coral and Pearl. I'm going to go ahead and give it three and a half. No, I'm going to give it four stars. Four stars, definitely. Uh, it's a little slow paced for the story, but it does have a lot of mystery. It does have a lot of intrigue, and it does have an unpredictable edge to it that really do give it a strong foundation for the reader. I also, once again... I love how it challenges and tears apart this idea that beauty means everything. That if you're a woman, your beauty is the only thing that gives you value. I love how she challenges that. I love how she argues against it. And I love how she gives depth to the characters and the women. And highlights, you know, just how detrimental this is to uh, female relationships in general. So once again crown of coral and pearl gets four stars if you want to go ahead and purchase the book please purchase it by purchasing the book from your local bookseller or from bookshop.org and if you're you know if you don't if you're not quite sure if you're gonna want it or if money's tight please check out the book from your local library and if you like the book please remember to leave your own review and purchase the book if you really really love it because those are two ways that you can support the author and I hope you all will continue to support me by liking this podcast, following it, and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. On that note, I hope you all have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.